salutation friends, fitness fanatics, weightlifters, kettlebell swingers, rope, battle rope slammers, yoga bunnies, treadmill runners, and everything in between. You're listening to the How Should I Ever a Podcast. This show is brought to you by a few awesome companies. The first one is Show Me Comics. They are the premier independent comic book company in the entire universe. You can find them at www.showmecomics.com. You can check out their awesome 64-page full-color graphic novel that we completely support by going to their website and ordering it right now. We're also brought to you by Extreme Krav Maga and Fitness. That's where I do all of my personal training, my one-on-one sessions, my boot camp, my MMA classes. They also do self-defense, CCW, tactical defense, all that awesome stuff. You can find them on the web at xkm-stl.com. All right, so this episode is um it's pretty awesome we're 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 debuting a bit of a i wouldn't say a new format but we're trying to do is expand our base up until this point how should i bro was essentially me as a personal trainer talking about um working out and nutrition and every episode we would we would try to find ways to connect whatever it was we were talking about to the whole world of lifting and eating right. And it's like, there's always so much that you can talk about with that. And with what I do, working out and, and eating right is, is really only a small part of my job. I also get to be a therapist. I get to be a coach, a motivator, and all these other things. And so we got to thinking about it and we said, you know what? Nothing in the name, how should I bro, implies that all we do is talking about working out or diet. You know, there's a lot of things that uh, we can offer from a male's perspective that could, you know, possibly help out men and women. So that's what we're going to do is starting from this show on, we want to try to expand, you know, our genre a little bit to go more than just health and fitness. What we would like to do is talk about nutrition. We talked about health. We might talk about kids on here. We might talk about what it's like being a parent. We might talk about <laughs> sex and relationships, but basically it's from the male perspective, but there's a huge way that we can help and benefit females with this. So with this episode today, what we thought we would do is take a lot of the concerns and questions that women have about men and why we act the way that we do, why we think the, the way, way that, that we, we do, do and just kind of go out and, and ask them for questions and we will address them on the air today. So what what I did was I went on the Periscope app earlier and if those of you listening have never used it, I suggest right now go to the app store and if you're on a different phone or you've got an Android, like Tim would know more about this because I have never used another phone besides an iPhone. Go on to your, uh, your little app store and look up Periscope. It connects to your Twitter. And what it is is it's a live broadcast. It's a live feed. So when we do our podcast, when we record it, we actually use the Periscope app. So right now there are people on Periscope it. watching. I would know about it too. Okay? Because social media is social justice media. It breaks down barriers that people put up. You know, it breaks them down. So... Do it, or you're part of the problem. You're not part of the solution. Okay? That's right. That is our guest for today. That is Trevor the White Knight, and I'm going to introduce him in a second. But before we get to that, get the Periscope app. I'm on there under my Twitter handle, which is AdamRawSTL, but you can also find the whole Onyx Edge Studio with uh, with 
Tim Pickerel over there. He's another host and the producer. You can find him. Him is or his is called Tim Hate You. <laughs> yeah, him is typical male, no grammar skills. Typical, <laughs> typical, typical jock. But he's jerk. on there as jock and jerk. At Tim How Hate You. One little difference. And jock we're working and on actually making that like our main account so that we can have like you know better audio feeds and potentially better um, video feeds. But uh, we're not quite there yet. But we're working on it. But anyway, what we did earlier today was went on Periscope and I asked for all the females out there to send me some of the questions of maybe problems that they're having in their relationships or maybe there's a there's a male um, that they. Um, can I stop you there? Sure. Why do you call them females? Okay, females women. Is derog- yeah, women, ladies, you know, princesses, queens, <laughs> goddesses. All right, you know, so, it, so I, I got on Periscope. Oh, your scientific mind, breaking it down <laughs> to clinical terms, don't even care. Oh, the male logical brain, all you want to do is say, female, oh, she doesn't have testicles instead it's inverted wrapped around ovaries shoved up in there and you think that lets you be able to say that you're a man and she's all a right female. trevor i think you're overreacting just he a little you. bit to this you're overreacting so. just a little bit to this so. but i'll tell you what we went on periscope and i asked some of the princesses and queens and ladies and Amen. women to send me some of the questions that they have with either problems or just things that are bothering them with some of the men that are in their life. And maybe we can give them the male perspective of why the guys are the way that they are. Maybe things are a little bit different oh, than what they think. call yourself a so, male. Oh, typical. So with that said, I would like to introduce our guest for today. His name is Trevor. He calls himself the White Knight. And he's going to help us give some of the input of you know why we think the way that we do. So, Trevor... Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, the first of all, I have to admit that I'm going to be a little standoffish, okay? So, that's maybe just something that you, you, you all have to deal with. However, before I get into that, I will admit a little bit that I used to be like you, okay? All right, what do you mean by that? That's... Okay, all right, so... I'm 49 years old. Oh, okay? you look great. <laughs> well, I thought you were much younger. I use a lot of Noxzema. I use Oil of Olay. They're not sponsoring me, but these are what I use. So, anyway, around 19, you know, there's a lot of pressure in high school. When you're in high school, you get pressure to do certain things. I used to ride a motorcycle. I used to put pomade in my hair. And yes, at that point I had hair, but isn't that isn't that the celestial body's way of telling me what you're doing <laughs> is completely absurd? Because pink a few years after hair goes bye bye, and, right, and now I'm gonna question then. What is with the mask? It's the mark of the order that I am from that <laughs> I have been knighted by because we are. W K W R W J the White Knights of the White Rose of Women's Justice. Okay, but so thank you for pushing me into right. an explanation now, I wasn't ready to give yet. Alright, I'll give you this. You called me out earlier on calling them just females. But you would agree with me 
that men and women have a much different thought pattern. We uh, we yes, think we very have, differently. We have, as men with male genitalia, we have the inferior thought pattern. Women have the superior thought pattern. So in that, you're right. You're right. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, the three of us at the table here, I think we're all in. Uh, we're in kind of different. We're in different but similar situations, uh, relationship-wise. Um, Tim over here is engaged. He's set to be married not too long from now. So let's see, Tim. How long do you have until your wedding? Um, we're actually getting married in October of next year. All right. So that's just a little bit over a year. So that's not that long away. And I am. I have what I call my almost wife. We've been together for almost six years, and we have a one-year-old child together. We have a house together. We have a life together. Like, we're everything except actually married. And then, Trevor, do you mind sharing with us your relationship status and where you're at romantically? I do not mind sharing. The reason is because this is why I wanted to come on to the program, to open this up not only for me, but those of my order. You know, we have a lot of great guys in my order. And when it comes to those white knights, I was burned back when I was 19. You know, I was with a beautiful woman. I thought we were in love. She liked my motorcycle. She liked the pomade in my hair. And then the next thing I know... Oh man, she Sorry. tore your Do heart you need out. A minute? She tore your heart out. We better give Trevor a minute. He's right. he's no, gotta no, collect no, himself. No, no. He's gotta collect himself. I'm so good. my point is my point is, um all three of us at this table. Oh wait, wait, we, I we gotta have... get one thing out. Alright, so she fucked a football player. She fucked a football player. And I had and that's when I told myself I was going to be what real women wanted from that day forward, not somebody who's just going to desert me for a jerk. All right. Well, that's and that's so a hell been, of a learning experience. So I've been in a 30-year dry spell so, all right, since so, then. I'm 49. Hold on. <laughs> you're 49, so you're... You know, you've you've got quite a few years on Tim and I. Tim being in his in his thirties, I'm in my thirties. So I think it's safe to say that all three of us we we've got some experience in dealing with the opposite sex. I would yes. like I would also like to say though that this doesn't just apply to straight couples. This is for everybody out there. If you're a if you're a female in a lesbian relationship, you're a man in a gay relationship. A lot of this still applies. You know, I never but went gay. What we're talking about That's today? That's how they trick you. For for what we're talking about today, though, um, we're gonna we're gonna mainly go back to just you know male female, but it applies to everybody. Um, but all three of us at this table, we've had quite a bit of experience with the opposite sex enough that we know that men and women think very differently. So what I would like to do for today's episode is we're gonna run through some of these questions that I got from actual people online we didn't make these up like these were actually sent to us and Can uh I introduce my order real quick hold Can on I... one second hold on one second so what i want to do is i want to get to the questions we're going to go through we're going to read these and we're going to address them and maybe we will give you ladies that are listening to this a little bit of a different insight maybe you will think a little bit differently next time that uh 
your guy doesn't text you back within five seconds of you uh, texting him or, uh, you know, if he's leaving dirty dishes in the sink and you think that that's a sign of something bad when really it's nothing, maybe we'll give you a little different insight on that and help you think a little bit differently. I just want to let them know about the perspective that I bring, okay? So you two are typical males, all right? But there is an order of us, the white knights, who have found out that women are goddesses. You know, I, they I would tend, agree with that. They, right. and, and so you, you two will think from a lizard brain male perspective and, and, and just purely on your hormones, what I have elevated myself is to an intellectual level where I understand the mind of a woman and I can fill that void in their life and so can any of the members of my sect. So... I'll bring that perspective. I just wanted to let people know that there's an order of real oh, men out there. Completely. That's what we real brought you on. That's what no, we brought you onto the show want. for. That's what we brought you onto the show for is to bring us that just, you know, alternate vision, that um, alternate perspective that Tim and I uh, don't have. So anyway, I want to get to the questions because we've got some people on Periscope watching right now. I think they're interested to, to hear some of their questions be addressed. So one of the first ones that I got, was asked, what do you guys notice first when meeting a girl? So, Tim, I'm going to toss this one your way first. All right. Because, you know, you, you've met a lot of women in your life, <laughs> and I'm interested, what do you notice whenever you first meet one? Uh, I'm a face person. The uh, face is the first thing that I notice. I like to make sure that they have a face, for one. I think that's important. I mean, I know it's probably superficial. Uh, our guest is a little upset that <laughs> I first noticed how society's disrespected them, but that's just me. okay. All right, I was going to actually say the smile and how they laugh. Uh, yeah, that that probably sounds. Are they all mag- are they always laughing when they you first see them? Usually, because I'll try to make them laugh with like some kind of uh, little remark or joke, because that's what I know how to do. I don't know how to be very sweet and sincere, so mm-hmm. I have to try to use humor on them. So. You know, if they've got like some hideous, like, then it, the physical shit doesn't even matter. If, if the laugh is bad, I'm like, oh man, I, I don't know. But you know, I mean, there's a certain laugh and a certain smile that if I can get them, that's the first thing that I'm going to recognize. Now, I've, I don't think that this, you know, princess, as Trevor would call them, necessarily meant. Um, you know, physically, what do you notice about them? So, yeah, I would say the laugh. But uh, physically, yeah, the smile in the eyes, that's that's the first thing. Trevor, what would you say the first thing that you notice on a female is when you meet them? I already told you, but since your jock jerk mind can't open up your big flappy ears, I guess you didn't hear it that the first thing I notice is how society has disrespected them. and that's true i won't argue with that um all right so the next question was why do guys not ask girls out anymore and it was funny because i read this list of questions to tim uh before we had started and you know his thing was like well hey you know it's it's been a while since uh since i've been on the dating scene and you know i I said, well, here's one of the things. Um, oh, say Nutwrench10 on Periscope just said, I love male feminists. So there you go, Trevor. <laughs> Loves male feminists. Anyway, one of the things that uh, 
you know, that I deal with on a daily basis in my job as a personal trainer is I train a lot of young women. And so I get to hear about the ways that they're dating now and, and the ways that they're meeting each other. And it seems like these days, uh, the way that everybody, you know, hooks up is through a dating site, you know, like plenty of fish or eHarmony or whatever. And it takes a lot of the, there takes a lot of personal accountability and risk out of it, especially for the, for the male. Now, that doesn't mean that the male always has to be the one. I'm not saying on the show that the guy has to be the one to ask the girl out, but this is what a female actually asked me. Why do the guys not ask them out anymore? And I think it's because the social media and the, the websites, it takes a lot of that that risk out. You know, like I know for me, I used to love like the excitement and the fear of asking a girl out in person, especially one that I thought was like way out of my league. I used to like to to go up to girls that I thought I have absolutely no chance with because it made that fear factor like even greater. Right. And I liked that. I liked the adrenaline rush that came with it of like, dude, like face to face, being able to see her eyes and see if I get that little laugh out of her to ask her out on a date. You don't get that if you're going through a website. Oh, hey, Caden 10 just joined us. You don't get that if you're going through an online uh, dating site. You know, it's like, oh, you send a message, you send a message back, and then it's kind of like you just mutually agree you're going to go out over here, you're going to do this. But yeah, like Nutwrench10 on Periscope just said, fear of rejection. That's right. And online, you don't get, it's not as personal. It's not as accountable. But because that's the norm these days is to go onto these websites, you kind of do things, it's, it's, there's a certain amount of anonymity to it that... It, the fear is just not there, but it seems like it's so mutual that it's not really one person asking the other person out or whatever. It's just kind of like, hey, you know, click yes or no. And that's just, I don't know, man. To me, that takes a lot of the excitement out of it, but I just, it makes it so, uh, it's so much more convenient for guys to go that way and they have to show less courage or guts than to meet somebody in person. Absolutely. I don't know. Does that make sense? Tim, was. No, that was pretty much exactly where I was going or where I was going to go with it. I think uh, not only do you not have the fear of going up to somebody face to face, but they don't get the reaction when they don't get to see you uh, all dejected and everything when they reject you. So there's, there's less embarrassment on several levels, I think is where, where it really completely, I also just think that as a culture, we are, we've become a lot more, introverted in real life and extroverted in our digital lives completely completely but i think and i don't know maybe i'll get some hearts for this on here i think the uh i think the ladies appreciate it a little more whenever a guy shows a bit of guts or shows a little bit of balls um and not asking literally. them out yeah not maybe don't literally maybe. go I'm not around saying i have balls. or haven't done that before but uh I think they like that a little more. I just got a heart for that. If the guy actually like shows a little bit of fucking courage to it, because that means that they care. Um, it's it's funny. One of my clients and I were talking a couple weeks ago, and uh, as she was talking, she went out on a date, and it was a guy she met online because she like all of her dates, all of her all of her 
All of her relationships are set up through websites. And she said she went out with the guy and they went to a bar and like whenever it was time to dance, he was just like she said the deal breaker. Like and he was he was cool in every other aspect, but she said the deal breaker was they went out to this bar and I guess one of her favorite songs came on and she she's a dancer. Like this girl dances during her workout, she dances during boot camp, like she's always moving. She's got this crazy rhythm. So she loves to dance and she said that uh the song came on, she wanted to get up and dance to it. And she asked the guy, she's like, hey, let's, you know, let's get up to this one. And the guy was just like, oh, no, 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 you know, I'm not good. I, I just, no, I'd rather not. And she was like, that was it. That's the deal breaker. She's like, if you wouldn't even get up. And one of the things I told her was like, I learned a long time ago that if a girl asks you to dance, I don't care if you're the shittiest dancer that ever lived. I don't care if you have no rhythm at all. You say yes. Even if you just stand there and fucking bob your head, they will dance around you. But you never, ever, ever say no if some girl asks you to dance. And hey, if you're a guy and a guy asks you to dance and that's your thing, you do it. You don't say no. And if you're a girl and a girl asks you to dance and that's your thing, don't say no. It doesn't matter if you suck at it. One of the reasons that they're asking you is that you show some fucking courage. That you go, you know what? I suck at this. I'm not good at it, but it's something she wants to do. So I'll fucking just suck my ego in and have a little fun with it. And that shows how much courage that you have. That you did something that you did not want to, but you did it for her. And that will mean a lot. But if you fucking just, no, that's okay. Exactly. Like uh, the person on Periscope just said, even if you have two left feet. That's right. Even if you have two left feet, you still fucking get up and dance because it shows a little bit of courage and that you care so back to the dating thing if you're not able to do it in real life if they can't see that like you know what you actually are nervous about it like you were fucking scared to talk to her but you sucked it up because you wanted to see her so much that you asked her you overcame that fear that's going to mean more to them than you sounding like real smooth or saying something really well at least i think so i don't know if that answers the girl's question but i did have a question for trevor all right, with online dating, you're 49 years old. Have you adjusted to uh, the current dating environment, or are there old school ways from whenever you were younger that you prefer to go back to? First of all, I can't fucking listen to your jerk jack filth anymore. <laughs> fucking disgusting the way you treat women. <laughs> the white knights of the white rose for women's justice are on a rescue mission. So the way I online date is I go on Facebook, I go on Twitter, and I wait until I see a girl that's posting sad faces with a tear coming out and a frown because I know some jerk jock like you just fucking dumped her. So that's when I swoop in as the white knight and let her know what a beautiful princess she is. She is special, her feelings matter, and guess what? Maybe she doesn't want to dance with your stupid ball fucking head. <laughs> and that's that. Well, that's a different perspective. You could be right. Um, <laughs> the jerk jock part just got me. I'm the furthest thing from a jock that there is. 50-50 jerk. <laughs> she fits wear it. All right. So another question that I got that I thought this is this is very interesting because I wasn't quite sure how to break this down. I got asked by uh, by a little Miss Jess Francis. Um, how? Well, OK, I think it's from her. Maybe I just totally misread that. But um, 
Uh, oh, Nutwrench just said that White Knight is cracking him up. Um, all right, so I got a question on here from uh, from somebody. I don't remember which one it was, but it says, why do guys have such a hard time communicating their feelings and showing what they actually think? Now, I'm going to throw this out to uh, I'm going to throw it out to Tim because Tim is probably the most outspoken person emotionally that I've ever met. He wears his heart on his sleeve. <laughs> so, Tim, what do you think it is, you know, for men, why we have such a hard time communicating our feelings? I think there's, like, some kind of ingrained, um, I don't know, something in our genetics or in our lizard brain that makes <laughs> us... Seem like we shouldn't show any weakness at all, and I think there's just even on TV. Like we grew up in the '80s, and like every time you see like the jerk jock and the jerk jock's dad, it's like you gotta be strong, you gotta be tough, you don't show weakness. And emotion was always perceived as a weakness. Right. So we were we we grew up with that kind of mindset for a long time, and I know as. The two of us are not jerk jocks, or at least I don't think we're jerk jocks. Trevor disagrees. But, <laughs> Strongly. Um, but uh, I, think, I, think that, I think that's changing. Oh, definitely. Uh, Trevor. Now, you, you, you hide I, behind I a mask. Hold on. No. Hold on. Now, you're somebody that hides behind a mask. So does that mask you emotionally? No. What it does is it lets... The women know that I am not aggressive up front. What you get to know, see, I am blanketed in purity. Instead, what you are going to get to witness against this white backdrop is the way that I feel. It's about feelings. So, to answer your question about communication, it's about the mind and feelings, which is why I write poetry. Oh, please tell me that you have a poem written. I have a poem that will capture the heart of every girl <laughs> that's been scorned by jerk jocks. It okay. is when we when this goes out on the podcast, would you like some music behind it? I would. Okay. It is in the Japanese style of the haiku. <laughs> of the haiku. Ready? Oh, yes. Ready, ladies? Moonbeams echo night. A drop of dew shines frozen. I will be your bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all you need to know. Oh, the wet nights have spoken. The last time I heard poetry that well, it was written by Shel Silverstein. <laughs> Trevor, I have a question. Is there any chance that you're related to the Hamburglar? Go fuck your jerk jock face. <laughs> you like that, ladies? You like how everything's a joke? I just poured my heart out. All four chambers of my heart. Blood on the table. Blood on Periscope. <laughs> And these jerk jacks make a fucking joke. Okay, uh, let's calm down there. <laughs> oh, somebody just said I heard panties hit the floor. So <laughs> apparently, apparently somebody on Periscope really liked that poem. 
All right. Trevor is just a little bit upset. He's just a little perturbed. So I think we'll move on to the next question. We'll give him a chance to settle down a little because you know what? Trevor, I'm sorry. I apologize. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have made fun of your poetry. It was heartfelt. I do not condone bullying. I apologize if I came across as bullying to you. Um, so do you accept my apology? <laughs> All right, he just waved his fingers at me. Okay, we'll move on. So really good question that I got. Um, let's see. Oh, on Periscope, the Mike Daffron just said, Hester and Heenernan really changed over the years. <laughs> yes, he does look similar to Hester and Heenernan. Um Okay, so next question. Uh, I thought this was a really good one. It says, how do you keep a man's interest without losing yourself and all of his likes? So I think what she was getting to with that question was, how do you, how do you continue to keep your partner's interest without constantly just having to go into like his world? Like, how do you, how do you, I guess, how do you interject your own life into that? And (laughs) <laughs> this person just said ladies love aggression um so anyway i thought about this question i said you know what? first off that doesn't sound like a, if you're in a relationship where you have to constantly resort to whatever your partner likes then it's probably not the greatest thing to be in because if you can't share your own likes and you guys can't experience both things together that's probably not the best place to be so i mean I don't know, Tim. That's kind of like what I took from it no, was. I, I agree. I mean, that's. I mean, if you're in a relationship, and it definitely needs to be a two way street. You can't just be focusing on one person's likes. If he's, if you just have to always be into what he's into, then and he's not giving anything back the other way. It's that there's, <clears throat> it's, it's it's not going to work because there's no. It might work in the short term, but if you're like looking for a long-lasting relationship, you guys have to be equally into each other and equally into their interests. Not necessarily every interest. If she's into crocheting and you don't want to crochet, fine. If he wants to play video games, you don't want to play video games, fine. But you need to have interests that include each other. Yeah, exactly. And plus, if you're with somebody who has so many interests that you're disinterested in, they're probably not that interesting to begin with. So... But never should you be in a relationship where that's all you do is indulge in what that person likes to do. So it sounds like if uh, the person that sent me that one, if you're listening, you should probably start to look uh, elsewhere because they're a pretty selfish person. So fuck them. But you know who might be available. That's right. (laughs) Trevor loves to be interested in other people's interests. All right. Next question. Let's see. Well... Uh, okay, so this was kind of a random one. It says, uh, do men judge us when we're naked? <sighs> I'm going to tell you ladies something, all right? The, the male brain turns pretty Neanderthal whenever it comes to sex, especially the closer we are to it. And that's not an apology or an excuse for rapist. Please don't take that that way. But our hormones... If you're down to your, if you're down to nothing, if you're completely naked, our brain isn't really worrying too much at that point with what you look like. It's not like we're looking at you going, oh my God, look at her hips. I don't want to do this anymore. Believe me, if we've got to that point to where the clothes are off, we're plenty happy with what's there. And uh, 
we ain't judging anything at that point. We're just ready to get intimate with you. So, Trevor, I have a question. When a woman or a man, because you haven't really established yet what you prefer, when they're naked in front of you, are you judging them? You are fucking lying. You say when the clothes come off, your jack jerk monkey brain doesn't judge them. Fucking lying. Because if that part's true, the part that you left out was you judge them before the clothes come off. So of course you're never going to be in that position. Because you are a judger. Jack jerks born judgers. That's one of our slogans at the White Knights of the White Rose for Women's Justice. JJBJ, that's what they say. (laughs) if you want a non-bullshit answer to that question, you've come to the right place because I am here to bear my soul. Thankfully, I didn't light it on fire when I got angry. I have... I have my books... I have my poetry to protect me. So here we are. I will answer your question in verse. (laughs) Doth a bee judge a flower? Nay, goddess, nay. Doth a lemon taste too sour? Nay, princess, nay. Doth Wilbur judge a spider? Nay, Venus, nay. Doth my mustache judge the rider? Nay, Duchess, nay. To your question I retort, Veritas, Veritas, my report. I judgest not the naked body. To white knights, airy maidens, a hottie. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a, that's a great poem. That's amazing that you wrote these poems not knowing that these questions would be... I know it because of the way that you treat women. Treat them like dirt. You think these poems were written because I've never heard these questions before? I hear these questions online every day. Every day. A thousand broken hearts a day because of joke jocks. Wow. Well, if you're on Periscope right now, I think that Trevor the White Knight deserves some hearts for that because that was that was from right here. That was from his soul. It was real. It was true. All four ventricles and yeah, all four ventricles. And hopefully that uh, that helped you understand a little different for the girl that asked that question. All right, got a couple more, and then we got to wrap this up. So uh, the next one that I got was. Um, how do you tell if a guy is into you as a person and not just into it for the sex? Um, well, I, th- I think it's kind of obvious. He uh, is either going to sound, you know, just over the top nice, like he's trying to talk your pants off you by charming you, kind of like he might wear a white mask and a white robe and have like this crazy mustache. Or that's all he's going to talk about is sex and, and how much. I didn't piss you off again, did I? I didn't mean to. If I sound like I'm bullying... If you open your mouth, you can guarantee. 
So I would just, you know, I mean, what is he talking about? I think that if he's trying to come across as too charming and complimenting you too much, especially physically and features that uh, that are kind of obvious, you know, that's probably a good clue. Or if that's all he's constantly talking about is how he wants to have sex with you or how he wants to do this or do that with you, there's a good chance that that's all he's really wanting out of you. Um I don't know because I would never say there's anybody that I was ever around that I wanted just for that reason. I don't look at people as sexual props. I look at their their human side and what they. Trevor's shaking his head no at me. What you know? His do you mustaches think, no. are quivering. Yes, his mustache no. is twitching. Do you think no. that I'm there's lying? There's an easy answer to this question because most pig men, all they want to do is jackhammer in there, right? So if you really want to know if he's into you or just into the sex, there's a thing that jock jerks won't do. The proof is in the pudding. (laughs) And I don't mean pudding with two D's. I mean pudding with two T's. The proof is where they're putting their tongue. (laughs) I wrote a poem about that, too. And then I have to leave. All right. Can I get one more poem? Absolutely. On your... All right. So, if you're being jackhammered, he's not into you. He's just into it. But this is how you find out it's not just all about sex and the quirky twist. You find out about it during a sexual act. Music. (laughs) The Valley is a sacred place stretching north to south. It shall be honored for its taste. Presage to my mouth. (laughs) I am a man of bravery. I hunger for this feast. White knights give no knavery and fear not blood nor yeast. For dining below is a special treat. Whether you're bushy or shorn, after I eat your summer peach, I shall tongue thy hole of corn. (laughs) And that's how you know that it's true love with the (laughs) cornhole licking. A man that's into jackhammer jerk jock you think they start with J for a, just a coincidence? Jack, hammer, jerk, jock, all these harsh German-sounding syllables. They don't love the fragile flower that you are. Fragile flower. That is more of a Latin Mediterranean feel. Why can't you understand the subtleties of language? But it's not an enigma. It's all right there. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, if the flooding, if the flooding from the Missouri rain wasn't enough, then after that poem, it's definitely flooding in a lot of these homes that have been listening to this poem. What the fuck just happened? All right. Well, that was probably just, uh, that was just a little bit too much heart and soul for this episode. Uh, some <laughs> Franny just said, thanks. All my questions have finally been answered. Ha ha ha. 
All right, so we're going to go ahead and end this episode. We'll keep uh, we'll keep the questions coming in though. On a future episode, we'll revisit this to give you ladies some uh, some of the male perspective to some of the questions that you have. Maybe we can get Trevor back on, or possibly another guest. Yay! Um, <laughs> Also, for some future ones coming up, we're going to bring... Uh, oh, and this person just said we are all enlightened. Yes, you should be after that. <laughs> um, I, would like to bring a, I would like to bring a lady into the studio soon so that maybe she can answer some questions that the males have so that we get something from a female perspective. And we'll also have all of you on Periscope and Twitter you know, send us some of the answers to the questions that we'll ask on that one. But that's going to be it for today. We're going to wrap this one up. So... I am Sam Richardson. You can find me on Twitter at AdamRawSTL and Sam underscore the underscore trainer. I'm also on uh, Instagram as AdamRawSTL, Snapchat as AdamRawSTL, and of course on Periscope at AdamRawSTL. And I am available. And I'm Tim Pickerel. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Hates You, uh, on Instagram at Onyx Edge Studios, and on Periscope also at Tim Hates You. That's right. Uh, for all of you out there, if you aren't uh, subscribing to the podcast yet, you can find us on iTunes. That is How Should I Bro. Subscribe to us and make sure you uh, give us a rating and drop a review because. That's how people find out about us easiest whenever they're searching. The higher we are on the ratings, the more reviews that we get, the more um, visible we are to other uh, to other subscribers. You can also find us on Spreaker and YouTube. So, Oh, and you can find us at our website, which is HowShouldIBro.com. So that's going to wrap it up for today. Every Tuesday, we got a new episode that comes out. So make sure you check us out. Hit that, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review. Leave us a review. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. See you all later.